Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for this evening, uh, Will Pinter, and joining me this evening is Rich Polly. Hello there. And the winner of Curtain Games Hyperspace Trial this weekend, Chris Burnett. What's on? Welcome, Chris. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, yeah. It was really getting to me where I, I your name sounded really familiar. So just before we went on, I had to Google it, and I understand why now. It, right. Incidentally, you are the pilot from Behind Enemy Lines, played by Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm the one that got shot down, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good job you didn't get shot down this weekend. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. So... Going on to Curtain Games uh, this weekend. Congratulations. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. Obviously, you won the tournament, and I was looking at like the uh, the, the nominal role of people that were there and that, and, you know, it was a pretty, pretty cheeky room. <laughs> Not the easiest yeah. room to walk into. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fairly uh, a fair few good players, especially a few of the local ones that don't even make it up to the uh, bigger events around the country as well. So, uh, it was yeah, it was a good crowd in there. So. Yeah, it's it, it's always weird going to these places and like you know you don't know people, but because they don't travel, you don't get to hear about them. But they are scary players. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's a few around. What was your list this weekend, and what why did you choose it? Uh, well, my re- list was probably unsurprisingly to a lot of people, it was actually Rebel Beef. But if anyone knew me, they knew that I'm a Rebels only player, and so uh, yeah, I had. Uh, Cassian in the U-Wing with Tactical Officer and Leia. I had then Dutch with Ion Cannon, Vert and Turret Gunner. And then it was Braylon with a Jamming Beam, although I didn't use it all weekend. <laughs> and <laughs> unsurprisingly. And then Wedge with Crack Shot. And then obviously oh. the Flappy Wings. So Yeah, happy days. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that Jamming Beam, I've got it on both my infiltrators. I, I don't think I've ever used it once. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I've still yet to find a situation where I would rather have that instead of the shots. So, really? yeah. What, what was it that um, made you take the, the Dutch variant? Because the, um, the 10 num variant or the big variant, there's, there's a lot of different beefs out there. Um, that's it yeah I've, I've never seen anybody winning something never mind something as as big as a hyperspace trial with the dutch variant so what, what was um, it that made you choose that and, and how did it go for you during the course of the day well as as far as the bigs was concerned um with the way my greens roll and well the story between all of my x-wing goes i normally i'm all out on the reds but i'm terrible at greens so even if i'd run bigs he would have just died quicker because he hasn't got as much hull so that's why i didn't want to run bigs and then i can't seem to make 10 num work as well um, mainly because he doesn't get his re-rolls. And so then you're either focusing barrel rolling into then getting your stress, but then you then effectively got two focuses. So it's not quite as uh, efficient. Whereas with Dutch, you can coordinate a lot of the time. I was um, coordinating with Cassian and then Dutch would then get a target lock and then either give one to Wedge. So then Wedge had double mods or he would actually give a target lock back to Cassian. So then they were both getting their target locks. So it was just going more for the efficiency route. And just yeah. making more people efficient at shooting, and that was kind of the aim between the whole lot, really. It was um, basically that's, using that's him. It, it, it was using him as effectively another coordinator in a way. Yeah, nice. I like it. I've not, I've not seen that um, that bouncing back to Cassian. Um, yeah, but that, that that's a nice tactic. So I might use that myself in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it works surprisingly well because people don't expect Cassian to do much, but by the time he's shooting, everyone else is normally shot. So that and then no one's like, if they're still alive, they've got no tokens. Because one of the things I'd normally always try and do is always focus fire on one ship until it dies. 
mm-hmm. because yeah you don't want to leave obviously ships running around on one hull or anything because they're still going to shoot back at you mm-hmm. um but yeah by the time cassian shoots he's then normally in a position where he can then profit from everyone else's shooting in the first place cool did, did you come up against lots of like meta staples or was it a fairly diverse room you know what was I your went, what was it your was room a, like it was a very diverse room, actually, uh, but um, there was a lot of Jedis. Thankfully, I only met one, and that was in the sixth round, and that didn't go so well for me. But, <laughs> yeah, I got completely outflown. Anakin came around the back and uh, completely flanked me, and that was by uh, Ben Saunders from the Vagabond. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, and he, had, and he had been on the top table on the stream for three matches in a row at that point, and uh, we were the only two going 6-0 into Swiss, so at the end of Swiss, so... Wow. Uh, five, sorry, five zero, and then yeah, sorry, that was it. We're the only two at five zero um, on the last game. So yeah, because he, I, I seen on the list, he topped out in Swiss, didn't he? He was. He did, yeah. And then uh, thank, and then he got again, and then he went against the um, uh, Dominic Flanagan um, from Firestorm Squadron. Yeah, he's a um, good player, Dominic. Uh, yeah, with uh, Vader Suntier and Duchess, um, which won the bid, which then meant the Jedi were then on the back foot, and then unfortunately he then uh, got knocked out of that round. But I then met Dominic in the semi. I know how that feels. I met Dominic at the system open when I was undefeated and then got smashed by him. So it was, uh... yeah, yeah, it was um, it was a close game with us, as as were all the games really. To be honest, round one I was against uh, five resistance A wings, and they were Ion Torp variant. They all had Ion Torps and heroic and is it pattern analyzer the one that changes the blank? Or have you got a focus token? Oh, um, advanced optics. Advanced optics. Oh, advanced optics. That's the one. Sorry, yeah. Uh, that one and that was uh, flown by Steve Rumbold he was a local to Curtin as well so he's a local Curtin player he didn't manage to get a single eye on top off of me because normally he was either focusing and then rotating or focusing and boosting so mm-hmm. that was a thing for him and round two was against Steve Bolton from Vagabonds yeah and he had Vader Soontir and Duchess and that was a very close game I couldn't get Soontir he had a stealth device and every time I shot him I ever just shot him with just enough hits that then he rolled enough of aids, or I didn't even hit him. So it was oh, just I'm frustrating. Ga- I just Bob couldn't D's... get any damage through. <laughs> I'm glad Bob D's not on this one right now because he'd be cursing Sunset. <laughs> oh, it was it was insane. I just couldn't. It was about three rounds, and then right at the end, it went rent to time. He ran away and he outran. Uh, I think it was Braylon and Dutch that were left at that point. So yeah, he was always going to outrun them. And then I then hit a an Alpha Strike Ewing, Luke and Wedge list run by another local to curtain both luke and wedge had uh torpedoes uh, and um it was magva in the u-wing so it was resi- it was limiting my re-rolls yeah so it's taking a long time to put the damage through unfortunately he put wedge into a bit of a sticky situation where it meant most of my ships could shoot him so then wedge then got promptly got deleted and then it was um only a matter of time really because unfortunately he couldn't get the damage through himself. So that's a that's a filthy little list. There's a guy of um, yeah. an element that's running something very similar, but he's using that's Benthic. It. Um, so that's he's it. got Benthic with perceptive, and he's throwing a double modded wedge torp and a double modded look torp that's on the it. first engage. Um, so it's it's a really really spicy little list. It's a it's um, a so rough Mike list. An interesting twist on it. And I came up with something similar in our, my local gaming group. One of the players, uh, Kaylee, she's uh, just got into the game and she was running Dutch, Luke and Wedge with all with Protons. And uh, I, I nearly came a cropper from that. So I kind of learned a lot from that game into how to approach this game. So mm-hmm. that was a, that was good practice. Round four, I actually came up against uh, Lloyd from uh, the 186th. Yeah. And he had a Separatist Seer Swarm. Ooh. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's Seer and then hundreds of plasma, uh, plasma charged droids running around. And so, yeah, it took, took, it's quite funny. He was moving all his uh, droids around and then he was there, ah, now my ace. And it was an initiative too. So, yeah, that was it. <laughs> and did, then when. Did the dial surprise you at all with the droids? Have you flown much against droids? Yeah, one of our um, we've actually got a new player, at the, another new player at, um, in Tin Squadron, and he is running only separatists, and he was running a very similar, a similar um, squad at the uh, at the hyperspace as well, and so he's been running a Seer swarm. So I kind of had an idea of how to approach that one, and I, to be honest, I just hit it head on as fast as I could, and then just went with the initiative killing as many ships as I could, and then yeah. weathering the fire back. Uh, because without the rerolls, they actually struggle to get the damage through. Mm. A lot of the time, I found so. Oh, good one, good one. Sounds like yeah. you had some really good beat up practice for this tournament. Um. I did a bit, yeah. It was um, it was quite <laughs> quite scary, really. Um, I've been uh, I've, well, I've been running Cassian and Wedge, and then at least other ships ever since second has dropped. So I was running Cassian before he was um, in fashion, and then I was running. A similar list in the open, although I had a Arc and a Z95, so it's only really a development of what I've kind of been playing for the last six months anyway. So uh, round five, round five was against Pete Yarwood um, from Dark Star, so down the Plymouth, and he was running a Mool and then Swarm to back him up. So that was a really really tough game. That was probably the most stressful, toughest game of the day because the pressure was really on by this point. Because knowing that if I'd won, then I was through, but if I didn't, then I had it all to play for. Yeah. And that was a really tough game. I went after Maul to start off with, and it just took so long to get any damage through because he was cloaked, and I just couldn't push the damage through. And the droids were coming around the back and behind me, and I was getting really worried at that point, going, I'm going to have all guns on me in a minute. But then, thankfully, my dice started switching on. Unfortunately for Pete, at the same time, his started switching off. He then couldn't put any damage on me. I could put all the damage on him, and his greens failed, whereas mine started working. And it just literally, one of those games where you don't want to be the opposite player, but I was happy with the result, and obviously, understandably, he wasn't. But, yeah, that was a, that was a really tough game. Round six, obviously, we know the outcome of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Anakin, Luminara, and two golds. And once again, my dice were horrendous to start off with, and then by the time they had a chance to start redeeming himself, Anakin had already come round in behind me, started wiping ships off the board, and... I was a bit fried, to be honest, by this point, and pressure was off. I wasn't too stressed about whether I won or not. I kind of wanted it because I was like, yeah, I want to be King of Swiss. But then I was like, actually, I'm just through, kind of relax a bit in the end when it's all started going wrong. So I didn't panic too much. It's, so it's that a was great the feeling. That it one, is, it? yeah. Chris, being 5-0 being yeah. and oh, and you're just like, well, I've made cut now. So whatever yeah. happens, happens. And I know some people like don't want to play the last game or they just salvo it because they're like, well, you know, we're both five and oh, we're both in cut. So should we just take an hour and a half's break and go and get some food and a drink <laughs> and a relax and just chill out? And, you That's know, we'll, we'll final salvo and see who gets the, the little tin crown that you get for uh, literally a tin crown and tin squadron, I guess, um, for being, um, yeah, well, King of Swiss, we, so. what we were doing, we're, um, all of us in tin squadron, we had some, uh, pasty locks that we were giving out all day. So we, yeah. either for fodder or i can't remember what the other one was but yeah we were giving them out to our players so everyone that we played with pretty much got a pasty lock in the end so nice and then after swiss i came fourth overall so i was over the moon with that to be honest um it's one of my best ever showings consider um because i've never won an event before i've kind of either just made the cut or just kind of came second but i've never actually won an event before so that was quite an achievement 
top eight, I played Lloyd again because he came fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so which was a rematch. And after the previous two games with my red dice completely started to fail me, I was, I um I I went I went and changed. I used the hyperspace dice and everyone else was like, Oh, don't do that, don't change your dice halfway through and I was like, I'm doing it and get it done. <laughs> and then <laughs> And it then, seemed to work. <laughs> yeah, the Reds kind of just took over. They they were amazing, to be honest. Um, they they roll they, lots of crits. Those those hyperspace trial dice. They do. Yeah, I I was getting that through a lot. And uh, unfortunately for his droids, that was that was definitely the story of the game. It was a very similar game. We both approached it in very similar ways. You could see Lloyd was trying to do something different, but I kind of just came and just smashed face again. Ignored Seer to a degree and just got rid of the droids because once they're gone, then it's just Seer to get them. And he had stressed Sia quite early on. And then Sia then was just then trying to just avoid people while still being in formation. So he just carried his stress around for a lot of the game, which then limited his options. Yeah, it's difficult when you do get into that position. Yeah. And then, yeah, after Lloyd, it was uh, into the semi-final. And I was over the moon by this point. Uh, all I'd, um, My only ambition really was to kind of get positive odds and uh, with the aim of liking to get dice. And so I was over the moon by this point. Pressure was starting to really start to drop off um, and it's just starting to have fun. And then I played Dominic Flanagan with his uh, Vader Suntier and Duchess. And it was quite hard to play against him because he really knows how to fly that list. And yeah. he's, he's just a good get, pilot, Dom. Yeah, he just starts getting you baiting in to go after one of them and then he runs away with it just when you think you're going to nail it. And <laughs> I kept leave, he kept like laying traps and then he just wiggled his way out of it. But I got him burning his afterburners and everything quite early on which then limited his maneuverability, especially with Vader. And then I actually, um, I cottoned on to what he started doing after about three rounds of not shooting anyone because he kept wheeling away from my uh, tactics. So then I'd start going for the ships that maybe, I'd, he, well, I guess I went for ships that he didn't think I was going to go for. And then um, I actually turned around at one point and Vader came in and then was in range one of two ships and another one at range three. Um, which was then, I believe, the end of Vader, if I remember rightly. So bye, bye Vader, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that was um, that was a uh, quite, yeah, it's quite a tough game, but it was um, it was good to play. So what points did that finish on? How how did that finish? I'm thinking now. I think I I think I finished him. Oh, happy uh, days. Yeah, I think I got all three, and I had, I think, two ships left, two or three ships left. So yeah, I had quite a lot left. Well, with Vader gone, I'm assuming he would have had to commit then in order to try and yeah. get the Duchess, Duchess had already gone by that point, and then it was just soon to your left. Right. Fair play. Yeah. yeah. And, then and then the, the final? final was against Ian Troll Atril um, from Darkstar, another Plymouth guy who had managed to uh, get his way up there. And he had a tie swarm with Hellrunner, a load of um, the Initiative 4s. I can't remember all their names. And then I think there was an initiative one or one in there as well. He had six in total. So happy days. Yeah. So it's a bit of a and bit of a swarm. Yeah. Swarm, a swarm massive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and about like a, one of those um, games that people kind of say never judge a tie swarm, but then beef is one of the things that can come out on top. So did did you joust him or did you do something I did. clever? I I <laughs> well I, I jousted him from the side. And then I managed to get Cassian into a point, and then I bumped Dutch into the back of Cassian, which then having Cassian then stay around pretty much in the same place for three turns because he bumped someone as well. And then Dutch actually stayed there for the same time as well. So I had a full stop Dutch the whole time, <laughs> um, which was just, he just kept, 
it was like it was like a conveyor belt of tie fighters just coming in towards the beef and just it was just feeding the machine and then yeah it was actually a really it was it was quite close at the beginning the uh, opening the first engagement um didn't quite go so well braylon was tanking tanking hits uh, i'm i'm rolled in as many evades ever with braylon and it was just he just couldn't push any, it was just like every time he shot him it was either braylon would either not not get hit or he would only take one shield he always managed to roll and evade not even on the re-roll all the time so it was just braylon uh, pulling a good shift in there and then he nearly got wedge and wedge had one hole left and he had a a, a critical time point of the turn was um wedge had one hole left and he had the crit where you have to go straight or you die. Yeah. So yeah. Wedge was limited in options, um, and he went for the block, um, but he forgot that I don't think he had acknowledged that Leia was active, could be active that turn, where then Cassian full-stopped, but then coordinated for Wedge to flip the card over, which then meant after he swarmed in towards me, thinking he was going to get Wedge at range one with everyone, I then <sighs> K-turned in behind him. And then started then removing ships along with all the oh. other ships. So, oh, yeah, great that, play. That, great that was play. a fairly crucial point of the game. I was like, well, Cassian can get rid of that, and then wedges them free to do what he wants. And um, yeah, and uh, that that really worked well. And then, oh, but at the end, sneaky tack um, officer in there. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, and then well, yeah, it's been vital because I tried dropping it and uh, to have another ship, and then dropping the attack officer like with Biggs or maybe someone else and. But I just couldn't do it. I always needed that coordinate to be going because I used it quite often. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But then at the end, I was actually starting getting worried because I'd lost Wedge and I'd lost uh, Cassian fairly sharpish because they couldn't get all the shots on Wedge. They pumped it all into Cassian and then Cassian pretty much melted not long after. But then at the end, just how Runner left versus Braylon and Dutch. And then how Runner rolled triple crits into Braylon. Wow. Uh, so then Braylon was then on two, two hole left, and then I couldn't couldn't kill Hellrunner. Everything I hit, he evaded, and then Dutch completely whiffed all his attacks, like stunned at the surprise of it, I think. And then the following turn, Hellrunner then also again triple critted naturally <laughs> <laughs> into Braylon again. And this is on normal red dice. This isn't even hyperspace dice. Yeah, and then Braylon then died because he couldn't. There's no way you can obviously avoid the triple crit when you are. Uh, when yeah. you've two hole left and then it was um dutch and cassian then and then um yeah thankfully they then dutch with his primary attack at long range with no mods two hits and then uh how runner then died because he only had one hole left so well, well yeah, that that's the, the only way to kill a tie fighter in it at range it was just crazy so, but um all of uh, the video is all there to be seen on the curtain games twitch channel so you can it's there to be seen so i mean it sounds sounds like you were you were very up in that in that final towards the end where you had like you know, i did yeah left um, against hell runner but it, it sounds to me like you were having one of those games where you were kind of like yeah i could run away for the next hour and a quarter but i'm just not well, you know, oh, for like half an hour but no let's let you know let's get it done by that time well when when it was all done and when i actually left the building it was midnight and then i had an hour and a half drive home from there um, from down to the sticks in Cornwall and obviously Exeter being my closest hyperspace um, that's quite a drive in itself and uh, mm. all the Plymouth, the Plymouth guys and they all had at least an hour so it was uh, quite a drive for all of us and we were both like yeah this isn't going to take two hours <laughs> so <laughs> we both nice. just went for it so nice. yeah 
Happy days. Well, well done for that. Uh, you mentioned in there, obviously, down Cornwall, Plymouth, Devon. Yep. Um, do you get round the scene much? What's the scene like, right, like round there? I've heard you're quite a, a big player and, and try and get uh, quite a lot of teams involved down there. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, um, there's there's us in mid Cornwall. Um, we are Tin Squadron. Uh, we meet every other week on a Thursday in, in the evening in Fradden. And then there's in Plymouth. You've got Dark Star, uh, where they've got where they meet at their in Dark Star Gaming. They are store down there. Um, there's a few guys up Launceston area, but we're all quite spread out. And that's the problem. Uh, we all like even to my local gaming group. I'm I'm traveling half an hour as well as most of the other guys are, if not more just to meet up so it's um it's not like just like 10 minutes down or just nip across the city or something we've all got to we've all had to go and meet and like the, where we meet now is a place where we've actually organized is in the middle of everyone so that's kind of the idea behind it but we also set up a cornish nationals last year at the uh, tail end of um pre-points change where we it was unofficial obviously and we know that cornwall isn't actually another nation although we'd like to think it is <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, so we did that and we put all the pr- proceeds and charity to go towards the uh, Cornish Air Ambulance. Um, we had a load of prizes donated by various people and uh, we managed to get a couple of gaming stores providing it. And yeah, so that, that was a really successful event. We're hoping to do more of that. Um, we just haven't got any actually gaming stores in Cornwall itself that actually support X-Wing anymore, unfortunately. Um, since the changeover, the players actually dropped off to start off with. There was very few players that we could find in Cornwall. And then it's only now in the last few months that players have really started picking back up again. And we've actually got a good core of people now. So it's uh, positive to see. And are you going to Worlds, Chris? I am going to Worlds. I've had the okay. I came home the, uh, that night and uh, I got told that I'm going to Worlds because it's opportunity of a lifetime. So we're going to make it happen. And uh, Curtain Games actually have started a crowdfunder for me to be able to go. So that's obviously on crowdfunder. You can find it. And the target is well on the way to being met and um yeah i'm amazed by the support and by everyone shown in the southwest and and wider as well as in my family and friends and the wider gaming community that all the love and support have been shown already um, for me to be able to go and represent the southwest brilliant i hope they make that chance in a lifetime come true for you mate that's it yeah thank you so, oh, so here's um, a question chris now you've told us how on. wonderful they all are how many um how many little cheap digs do you want to get in at this point? Well, there is Matt Vickery over at Darkstar. Um, I'm, I'm all up for taking the mick out of Matt Vickery. <laughs> oh, well, well, you'd like to hear that um, he did have to play his brother during the event. Yes. <laughs> and, and apparently um, the dice didn't go well for Matt. And um, it, was, uh, it made EastEnders look tame um, <laughs> with uh, the drama that happened across the table. It was uh, quite the rage quit by all accounts, and then John won that game. And also, in the final, um, all the Dark Star gang stayed to support Ian, and so they were. There was a lot of up until that point, they'd been quite supportive of me. But then, when they realised I was going to be playing against Ian in the final, they were like, "As much as we like you, uh, we like Ian more," which is understandable. And then there was quite a lot of banter going on throughout throughout the final, and Matt especially was uh, quite quite baiting and uh, booing and everything like that and then I did go Matt how are your dice and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah everyone was like ooh <laughs> so yeah then he, then he stayed quiet for a while after that so bless him he did come up afterwards and he was uh, he gave me well done uh, afterwards and uh, yeah he said uh, I played a good game so it was good it was all in jest so it's all good 
Yeah, I like the vicar. He's, I, lo- I love his dad as well. His dad. Yeah, dad. no, Captain Rex. Yeah, they yeah. said to they've said to me to give you give a shout out to them and uh, the Cape Judge Lando as well. Yeah, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Chris. Good luck at Worlds, mate. You know, thank you. I, I, yeah. I, I wish you the best, and I, I will be cheering you from the uh, from the sidelines. Oh, I'll do <laughs> best, definitely. Um, I've put in for. Uh, the Thursday, so day one. Um, I've, put, I've submitted it already, so we'll see what I get. All there is to say is join us uh, next time on the Sift Taker Snapshot podcast. We'll be talking about SIS lists, mainly infiltrators and what their capabilities are within different lists, amongst lists that you can use them in. And all that's left to say is goodbye from Rich. Goodbye. Goodbye from Chris. Cheers and gone. And au revoir from me. Till the next time on the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm.